Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 18, Moksha Sannyasa Yoga, Yoga of Liberation through Renunciation. This chapter, as we have discussed before, is a summary of what we have learned so far in the Bhagavad Gita. You can also say it's a work plan, how we have to now prepare ourselves for that quest to improve ourselves so that we can achieve that ultimate happiness, the ultimate freedom, the liberation. The chapter says the liberation through renunciation. The renunciation is what we are not very clear about. So Arjuna's question, Bhagavan clarifies that kamyanam karmanam nyasa. All that is required is giving up desire-prompted actions and you are a sannyasi. You don't need to shave your head, you don't need to wear saffron robe, you don't need to leave your home and go to Himalayas. But once you give up the desire-prompted actions, you are a sannyasi. Now these desire-prompted actions can only be given up if I have no desires. I can only have no desire if I have no ego. So it's kind of chain reaction to reach to that point to have no desire-prompted actions. I have to reach that level. Sannyas is not very easy for us to attain, but what is easy for us is to start practicing karma falatyaga, giving up anxiety for the fruits of actions. And even that we have concluded is not really that easy. And therefore, Bhagavan takes up in this chapter a detailed discussion about what is karma and how it binds you. So we have seen in the beginning that the karta, who is not attached to the actions, who doesn't consider himself to be the karta, he is not bound by any action. Even if he kills somebody, he is not responsible for it. He does not get bound by his actions. He does not get bound by any of his actions. So the goal is to reach a point where that karta Bhav, the sense of agency that we have, that we can give up. And once that happens, then even karma falatyag becomes automatic. So it's almost like a symbiotic. More I give up the anxiety for the actions, more I give up my sense of agency. More I give up my sense of agency, it becomes easier for me to accept the results as they come. So in this chapter, we have analyzed the karma in detail. So first Bhagavan said the karma only takes place where there are five components come together which includes this body, mind and intellect as the instrument and my ego as the karta. Unless all these five come together, action does not take place. And then we have seen that 
the propeller of actions nanam gneyam parignata this three when come together as an entity it becomes a propeller for the action the knowledge the knowable and the knower these three comes together i is the knower of the field when i recognize the field of knowledge the knowledge takes place that propels me to act passing by starbucks starbucks is the knowable i is the knower i know what is starbucks is all about the propeller of action of go and get a cup of coffee and then action takes place so these three are the propeller of the actions the gnanam the knowledge of the field knowledge and the knowable then bhagwan say karta karanam karma karta iti tri karma chodanaha this makes the karma possible it constitutes actions you know the instrument the doer and the action itself when this three comes to action takes place as we have seen if the karta is not involved as ego then you are not bound by it our journey is to understand how this ego is involved in these actions you now need to know the gnana karma and karta are also affected by the three gunas of the prakriti because this karta is part of this prakriti this aham the ego is part of this prakriti and also the action is part of the prakriti the knowledge of the field is part of the prakriti so therefore once we need to know this gnana karma and karta are also affected by this three gunas of the prakriti because they are played in the field of prakriti so we have seen in the beginning of this discussion how gnana knowledge can be of three types there we have seen the sattvic knowledge the knowledge which let me see the unity in this diversity that i see the undivided among the seemingly it seems divided but i can see through it that the undivided remains undivided we have used this space example this space is divided into many rooms but we can see through it that it is the same space which was here since we started this classes so then the rajasik is the one who sees that everything is distinctly divided that's a rajasik knowledge and then we say tamasik one says the without any knowledge i will consider a part as a whole when i consider that this part is only the reality and everything else is not the truth that's a tamasik knowledge without any basis without any any cause and effect relationship i just consider this is reality bhagwan said that's a tamasic knowledge and after that we have taken the karma niyatam sangarahitam oragadveshatah krutam that action which is done without any attachment it is done just simply because it needs to be done it ought to be done without any liking of or disliking or follow prepsuna and without any expectation for any result or any credit is considered sattvic karma as i said if you see this room dirty and i take a vacuum and start vacuuming this room i do it because i think it needs to be done there will be a class in next half an hour room looks dirty let me clean it i am not looking for any credit no 
certificate that I have done it or any reward for that. So Bhagavan said, such actions, when you take upon yourself without any expectation, just because it ought to be done, needs to be done. Bhagavan, that's a sattvic karma. The next we had seen rajasic karma. It's a yattu kamepsuna karma sa ahankarena vapuna. First of all, it is done because I have a desire to get something out of it. I have a particular goal in mind to achieve by performing this action. And sa ahankarena vapunaha. And again it is done with my ego, the I am the doer. I am doing it. Kriyate bahulayasam. It's done with a lots of efforts. Bahulayasam put lots of efforts into it. When we have a particular goal prompted by our desires, we want to absolutely make sure that I get it. We want to make all the efforts to do it. So there is lots of anxiety and tension and I'm putting as much effort, sometimes more effort than needed. You know. I also cover my bases. Well, let me make sure that nobody else is in my way and let's find out that what is the best way to achieve so I put a lot more effort than they are needed. Bahulayasam, tad rajasam udahritam. They are considered rajasic. Because at the end of the day, I will have more nothing, stress and strain. I will deplete my energy by just doing that. And again, the result is not really guaranteed after doing all that. The result is still not in my hand. I am not the karmafaladatta. I can put all my efforts when we submit our proposals. There are some we have a 1% chance to get it. But so that's what I want. So we put all kinds of efforts into it. And the chances of me getting is maybe 1%, but I put lot. And then I, I knew up front that my chances are 1%. Even though when I don't get it, I'll be very disappointed. And then there are some which we absolutely know that we'll get it, but it may not have much value. It may be more trouble. Do this work. I used to have one consultant, and I'll go to him and say, Russell, I need you to do this. And he will say, my fee is $100,000. I can only pay $40,000. And he said, Neil, let me take out my checkbook from my pocket. And take a checkbook. I can write you $10,000 check right now and give it to you. And say, thank you for considering me. But it was still cheaper for me to give you this check than taking your work and do it for a lesser fee. Well, I lose more than $10,000 in doing so. But there was obviously a joke. So there are sometimes we know that there is no really gain in it, but just because of our ego that I want to do it, we do it, and then in the end we lose it. So any action which is done for a rajasic purpose is, Bhagavan said, require a lot more efforts. And in the end, no matter what the result is, the side effect is already there. Stress and strain is already there. Whether I win or don't. So Bhagavan said, that's rajasic action. The last one, Anubandham kshayam hinsam anavekshacha paurusam mohat arabhyate karma yattat tamasam uchyate. That, first of all, we have taken upon because of delusion. My delusion that this is the thing I should be doing it. And it's anubandham, it's without regard for consequences. Kshayam, loss, hinsa, the damage it will do. And chapaurusam capabilities, without any regard for any one of them. I've not thought about consequences, not thought about what loss, how cruel this action would be, and whether I'm capable of doing so or not. Mohat arabhyate karma. 
ఎత్తత్తామసముచ్యతే అవుట్ ఆఫ్ డిల్యూజన్ సో ఆల్ ది యాక్షన్స్ విచ్ వి బేసికలీ సీ యాస్ ఎనీ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ టెర్రరిస్ట్ యాక్ట్ అవుట్ ఆఫ్ డిల్యూజన్ దట్ దిస్ విల్ గివ్ మీ అ రైట్ రిజల్ట్ దేర్ ఫర్ ఐమ్ డూయింగ్ ఇట్ బట్ నాట్ కన్సిడరింగ్ హౌ మెనీ పీపుల్ విల్ గెట్ అఫెక్టెడ్ బై ఇట్ సో ఎనీ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ యాక్షన్ విచ్ హర్ట్స్ మోర్ పీపుల్ దెన్ హెల్ప్ భగవాన్ సేస్ ఎ థామసిక్ యాక్షన్ so the question is why are we now going through all this satvik rajasik tapasik of karma and karta and gnanam the reason for that is if you are a sincere seeker and you want to make progress in the path of evolution you cannot rely on your knowledge as a complete knowledge you have to examine and see whether there is any correction needs to be made so we think i i know what is satvik i know what is rajasik i know what is tamasik why do i need to go through this bhagwan said you also knew in the beginning that who you are it turned out to be wrong i thought that this body mind and intellect is me i was very firmly convinced that that's the case but after learning what the nature of the self is i realized that this is not myself these are my instrument so bhagwan said sometimes the knowledge which we have is incomplete but we do not know about it till we examine it thoroughly so because i know what sattva rajas and tamas but sometimes i may be considering tamasik as sattvik and sattvik as rajasik and rajasik as tamasik there may be confusion when i examine my own actions mostly they come out satvik very simple i always do with all good intention you know i have never done anything with wrong intentions so we always judge ourselves through our own colored vision till we get examples and then compare if there is an example of what is satvik then i compare against it and say compare to this example which is correct then i know so these verses tell us what actions are considered rajasik what knowledge is considered satvik or rajasik what karta i the doer how now i compare against that controlled sample mukta sanga anahamvadi dhruti utsah samanvitah సిద్ధి సిద్ధ్యో నిర్వికార కర్త సాత్విక ఉచ్యతే కర్త ముక్త సంఘ్రీమెంట్ అన్ అహం వాది హూఇస్ నాట్ ఈగోటిస్టికల్ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ దట్ ఈగో దట్ ఐఎమ్ దట్ డూవర్ ధృతి వీ లర్న్ దిస్ బిఫోర్ ధృతి ఫోర్టిట్యూడ్ టెనాసిటీ దట్ ఈవెన్ ఎనీ ఆబ్స్టికల్ కమ్స్ ఐ కంటిన్యూ ఇన్ ది పాత్ ఆఫ్ మై ప్రోగ్రెస్ utsah samanvitah unless you enthusiasm of doing something no matter how great a cause is you will not be able to do anything so all these things are necessary i should be not attached to it i should not have that ego that i am the only one who can do it i should have dhruti there will be obstacles but i can overcome them and one i should be enthusiastic about it and even after that siddhi asiddhyo nirvikaraha then i will not be affected by whether it is successful or unsuccessful i'll put all my efforts without any attachment with full enthusiasm 
with Dhruti, then I'll continue no matter what the obstacles are. And then in the end, whatever the result came, I accept with the Prasad Buddhi. Whatever came, Bhagavan's Leela. That such a karta is sattvic uchyate. Such a karta is considered sattvic karta. So now I can I can judge my actions against this. And so was I enthusiastic enough? Did I hear dhruti? And in the end, was I okay when the results came, which was probably not as I expected? So the next one is a ragi karma phala prepsahu. This is easier because we all can identify with it. Ragi, first of all, has an attachment, you know. Uh, it says passionate, but I don't know the passion word really describes the word raga. You know. Ragi is like attachment. So I'm attached to doing this thing. Ragi. Karma phala prepsahu. And also the particular result I want out of this action. I already decided I need to succeed here in this manner. Lubdaha, greedy. These are all the qualities which we can associate with. Just because I was successful one time, that doesn't make me happy also. I want to continue to be successful in the same way over and over and over again. When I left India, my goal was to make 100,000 rupees. Somehow I had in my mind that if I have 100,000 rupees, I can start my practice. Other people were in their own practice, some backup and they had some support and I didn't have any. If I have 100,000 rupees, I can start my practice. So I somehow left India and then I collected 100,000 rupees probably in a very short period of time. I'm still outside India. I never went back to a practice architecture in India. Because then 100,000, oh, that's not enough. And then $100,000, that's not enough. A million dollars, that's not enough. It continues. So the nature of these actions which are desire prompted is that it's never enough. So the outcome is it becomes lubdha, greedy. Hinsatmakaha, no matter what I have to do, how many people I have to trample over as long as I can get what I want. We hear all the time, you know, in a corporate ladder, how many people I have to trample over, I want to get the promotion. Asuchihi, with unclean means. Hars shoka anvitaha, overwhelmed by either harsha or shok. Karta rajasaha parikirtitaha, such a karta is considered rajasik. Now, if I really look at my life story, 99% of the actions I did falls into the Rajasik category, even though I consider myself to be a sattvic person. So Bhagavan said, this is a litmus test for you to see whether your actions, you as a karta, in which category you fall, and then see whether where you have to make adjustment so you can achieve that progress in your journey. Ayuktaha, Prakrutaha, stabdaha, shataha, naiskruti, kaha, alasaha, vishadi, dirgasutricha, karta, tamas, uchade. It's pretty self explanatory, but Swamiji is about five pages worth of commentary here because each one, each term, is, it seems easy to understand, but when you think about it, it's not really as easy to identify. Ayuktaha, the Swamiji said in one of his lectures that ayuktaha, that uncontrolled mind is ayuktaha when it is not in control of the intellect. Intellect says, this is good for you, but my mind says, no, I want to do this. It's 
standard example going to a party and the last the dessert that at one point you give up all your controls and say because all kinds of dessert they you know try everything out there like eight desserts there and you try all eight of them every day at home you say no no i shouldn't be eating too much sweet and i'm not controlling sweet and i take now tea without sugar and all that that point of time you lost control of your mind your intellect says this is not good but it's, well, that's okay i am I'm, i'm at a party it's okay prakrutah the translation is vulgar i'm not a sanskrit scholar but it sounds a little weird to me prakrutah sometimes is ancient so prakrutah it means probably uncivilized not refined tabdah very stubborn everybody says this is right whole world says but no there is no climate change tabdah shatah a cheater trickster naiskritikaha malicious and alasaha lazy vishadi despondent not having any enthusiasm he still a karta but because of his unrefined intellect and mind he becomes this dirghasutri procrastinator karta tamasavichate now we can all associate and understand at one point of time we fell into one of these categories so bhagwan said you have to be very careful and see that none of your actions at any given time fall into this category because this is what will pull you down in that one party and i had this uncontrolled dessert will pull me down all my efforts to reduce my sugar intake for last about 30 days is gone out of the window so it you have to be very careful constantly judge your actions you as the karta where you fall in this category we'll stop right here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave शांति 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 हरि श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि